Hi everybody, this is Ben, and this is Ben's Week in Medical School, sharing knowledge about the human body and glimpses into life in medical school. This podcast is for your entertainment and education. I do my best to present accurate information, but this podcast is not professional medical advice. Also, it's a personal project and does not represent the views of my medical school or any other organizations I'm affiliated with. So welcome back. I'm just finishing week 17 of medical school, and this is episode number 14. Now, week 17 was kind of a vacation week, actually. Um, I did a lot of things for medical school, but I didn't have any new classes, any new lectures, and didn't have any meetings with my professors or anything. So I spent the week back in Ann Arbor, and on Thursday was Thanksgiving. Um, So I was just trying to keep everybody in my world um, safe from COVID and try not to do too many things out, out and about. And uh, made some good progress on a few different fronts. I was able to pass my emergency first responder course. Um, I got my did my certification test, which is a national test, at a computer lab in Ann Arbor. Got my results back the next day, so woohoo! Uh, I can now be a medical first responder. I had a quick look at what that means. Um, there are some jobs that require them. Usually they're like security slash safety officers for events or security companies or for, you know, I'm trying to become a doctor or a physician, so that's not really the jobs that I'm looking for, but I just thought it was interesting to see what this qualification um, is most often used for. Um, And like I mentioned last week, I I do think it'd be fun to maybe work some events as as a medical first responder um, and just get to see what that's like. I'm working on a project with a friend of mine from medical school, and we are actually making, we're interviewing a few people about their experience as first-year medical students during COVID. And so we did all of our interviewing during the Thanksgiving break, and now we're kind of working on the paper that or the article that we're going to write and figuring out where to publish that. Um, that was really exciting. I wanted to start generating some more work, not all of it, just research, but I thought it'd be fun to work on something a little bit less formal. And I think it's going to be an interesting small project to get started with. There were a few other things that I had wanted to talk about during my little discussion of skin last week. And they were things that I had forgotten, but kind of felt like they were worth mentioning in this episode. So we talked about skin last week, and one of the things that I forgot to talk about, which I thought was pretty interesting and important to mention, is that there are not a lot of differences between skin of people in different races. Um, I haven't really learned about any differences yet. Um, We haven't gotten into deep dive into dermatology, but when I mentioned last week that we all have the same number of melanocytes, and it's just a question of how active those are, which changes how much pigment your skin has under the surface. That was across any different racial line that when you look at the skin under the microscope, you might be able to see different levels of pigment, but you wouldn't see differences in how many cells of different kinds there are, how thick the different skin layers are, different there are no different hallmarks that are present or absent besides those those pigments. And what's surprising is that 
a lot of medical students and residents were surveyed by a group of psychologists and family medicine doctors out of Virginia, and half of them endorsed at least one myth about differences in skin and pain sensitivity between African Americans and Caucasian Americans. And this is just really scary because these people are being trained or in some cases are very far along in their training in medicine, and yet they have um, these misconceptions about uh, differences between different patients they might be treating that just don't exist. One of the misconceptions was that African Americans have thicker skin, and part of that sort of dovetails into this idea that um, African American people have a higher pain threshold or can tolerate more pain somehow through the nerve endings in their skin. Both of these are just not true. So I find it pretty scary that even at this time in 2020, people are receiving somehow these weird cultural notions that aren't founded in any science, even though they're in a scientific program to learn all of the areas of science that can affect patient health. Um, and that there are these invented ideas of differences between the patients that you might see um, that don't have any basis in reality. So that's, that's kind of just a scary thought. One of the things that really drew me to medical school as, as a career change is that I wanted to be empowered to create new research and to follow my inspiration as far as what I get excited about learning. And that's something that has already been a big factor in my enjoyment of medical school. I've been able to meet a lot of doctors that practice all different types of medicine. Uh, I've been offered to join a research project in the emergency department that starts in a few months. Uh, and so I'm, and I'm also able to write a few things on my own or with a few collaborators that we're going to publish. So I'm excited to, I guess, become sort of a citizen of that world of, of thinking and of research and people who are motivated by healing and also by science. Um, so it's just a really cool group to be a part of. Well, I've looked ahead at my schedule for next week. I'm pretty much ready to start the week, but I still have a lot more to do. And it's going to be a really busy one. Um, we've learned about the basics of the immune system so far in week one. We learned about um, how uh, different antibiotics work. And now we're going to go into parasitic infections. And we're also going to start learning about the exam of the, the physical exam of the abdomen. There's pressing and uh, listening with your stethoscope to different quadrants of the abdomen to learn different things. And we're going to be practicing that in our virtual way this week. Um, we're also learning about dermatology exams and the differences between different types of lesions. And a lesion is kind of like anything that's not normal, I guess, on the skin. Raised lesions versus flat lesions that are just um, colored somehow differently. And um, all of those different things are really interesting, and it's connecting the dots between things that I had heard previously or read in a journal article but didn't quite understand. And we're getting this language to be able to talk about, about the skin and about infections 
in a much more like reproducible way that all of our colleagues around the world um, could understand. And so that's really exciting. It feels really good to be getting this lingo down. Uh, and it makes it a lot easier to like read journal articles and also to read doctor's notes on patients. So I didn't answer any questions from email this week, um, but if you have any questions, please feel free to send them in. My email address is b-r-o-o-t at fastmail.com. And thanks as always to David Funkhauser for the intro and outro music. That's it for now. Have a great week, everybody.